What's up, guys? I hope you guys are having an incredible week so far. For those of you who don't recognize me, my name is Kalita, but I am here with my amazing co-host. Kevin Illustrative. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> pew, 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 pew. <laughs> yeah, so guys, today we're going to have a conversation and the title of our topic here on The Huddle is Out of Touch. Okay, and I just wanted to have a conversation about the effect that, you know, the pandemic had on the church um, and whether the prevalence of having an online community Mm -hmm. and the reluctancy to go back to physical church has made us out of touch as 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 believers. Oh, and what effect does that have on us as a body of Christ? So um, I don't know if you want to start shooting. <laughs> what are your thoughts? Immediate no, thoughts. No, I, I want to I hear your just what inspired it. Um, what what was it? Something you witnessed specifically mm. um, within the church? Um, for me, it was first personal, but yeah. also something that I've um, also noticed. Right. Mm. So I think in our um, in my personal life, I remember the beginning of twenty twenty one. Um, the church that I was going to broke up and there was just a lot that was happening. So I just took a break. I took a hiatus oh, yeah. and I was, um, I took a break from this church was for a like long time. The year, like 2020, 2020, the, the, the lockdown started, right? It was already like in place. Yeah. Um, not 2020, 2021. Okay. Okay. Um, so basically the, the regulations had relaxed enough for us to actually meet up at church Okay. and I was already like st- going consistently to a church mm-hmm. and then that church broke down. Oh, we broke up. okay. So, okay. um, just because there was a lot of hurt surrounding the situation, I took a break. I was like, yeah. Yeah. If time. you watch the episodes, you might have heard exactly. a little bit. <laughs> Here and there. <laughs> so I just like let it go. And then after a while, I started um, trying to fellowship online because I just mm. really wasn't ready to go and do the most. Yeah. And after some time, there was an opportunity that actually the church that I was watching and following online, because um, I had been there before. So it wasn't okay. like a foreign place. Like I knew the pastors and stuff like that. Yeah. So it just happened that my mom was preaching at one of their conferences. And that was the first time mm-hmm. I went to church in like eight months at that time. Oh, wow. Like physically was present. And I just remember feeling so fulfilled. Mm. Like there was so much more that you can experience in person in a congregation of people who are worshiping with you than watching something online. And I think that, you know, we feel like we can supplement, Mm -hmm. um, not supplement rather, we can replace um, going to church physically by, you know, watching things online and we feel like it's the same. But I feel like we've become out of touch. Out of touch, yeah, um, I get you. And we are missing a very critical part of our relationship mm, concerning mm, God mm. Um, just by being so far removed, yeah, you know? Yeah, um, I, I, I think this actually brings about an interesting off-ramp, mm. right? Which obviously connects. I mean, off-ramps connect, guys. <laughs> they connect, right? <laughs> you can always off-ramp and come back to the highway. Come on. <laughs> so, so this brings about a very interesting question because mm. what I'm thinking as you're speaking right now is if, if you were put in a position where you couldn't be at church mm. and fellowship with the saints as a result of what happened 
during lockdown mm. um, and that affected your, you spiritually, mm. was it not an indication of the fact that there might be something wrong with your personal relationship with God? Mm. Um, and this is not to say that your personal relationship with God should be a substitute mm. for fellowshipping with the saints, Correct. not at all. Mm. Uh, but it does bring about that question mm. of, uh, because God is is is... I believe anyways, you know, like in, 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 in my study of scripture, um, he's present. He keeps mm. you company. Yeah. Uh, but at the same time, he designed us to be people who are interdependent, who are yes. social creatures. Community. Yeah, there are certain things you just can't do by yourself, mm. even in terms of your relationship with God. Yeah. Um, there are just some things you, you're, you're just unable to do uh, by yourself. So I'm interested in, based on that experience you had, mm. what you witnessed, um, did you have any any point in time where did you feel like my relationship with God is okay? It's just I, mm. I need to be. That's a very interesting point because yeah. I think um I think there's there was like a time because I was very depressed. Mm. So I'm actually not even quite sure mm -hmm. what the catalyst of that release is. Um so I definitely think it is possible that um maybe the result of not having the the personal relationship on fire with God can be um, a problem that we we start to see mm. when um, we we don't have that accountability but I think that's the beautiful thing about being in a community is that there's this spurring on oh yeah there's this encouragement yes, um, yes. physical encouragement because even online right mm. when we're watching online you're not seeing the congregation that's you're very just true. watching the pastor yeah, that's very true. which is great yeah um, and it's functional makes sense but like there's another element of mm. um being spurred on by other believers and being able to physically see them in that mm. capacity mm. so i do think there's a space where um we we can't rely mm. on the faith of other people you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah. we need to cultivate our own faith but even um it's it's the community works the community system works because when you're falling mm -hmm. someone else can pick you up yes 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 and when someone else is is struggling but you mm -hmm. are you're in a strong place in your faith you're able to hold them up um so I don't know. I think it's a very interesting mm, dynamic. I see what you're saying. Like yes. it's, it, I can't say that it's one thing or the other. I think that everything kind of works together. Together, in a yeah. Pot. yeah. Uh, I think I'm about to convict myself right now. Uh -oh. Right. <laughs> I'm actually trying to search for a, a particular scripture. Yeah. Um. So like, I'm thinking of a scripture uh, where I think actually this this might be it in Isaiah, mm. um, where God actually rejects the fastings of the, uh, mm. the I think it was the Israel Isra obviously it was the Israelites. Yeah, I mean, there's no one else. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where he says that. Yeah, there we go. But we are all as un as an unclean thing, mm. and all our righteousness are as filthy rags, mm. and we all do fade as a leaf, and mm. our iniquities, um, like the wind, mm. have taken us away. So the the thing about about this scripture is, there are some things you know, or the one thing I believe about being a a Christian and being having a relationship with God, mm. something that's very essential about that relationship is service. Mm. Right. Um, and I feel like if if you are sitting 
this is one I I know I I feel very convicted about this. Oh, he says I am yeah, shaking. like very very <laughs> <laughs> like proper conviction. <laughs> yeah, because I I personally know I there is a it's interesting the way God designs things, right? Mm. So like praise, praise yeah. is something directed at Him. Yes, and yet it still benefits you. Exactly. You know what I mean. So even that the, that thing of service. Mm. It's a thing that you're supposed to do for other people. Yes. And yet God designed it in such a, you know, like those who serve yes. are the greatest in the kingdom. Exactly. Yeah. So there's a thing about it I've been missing about church. Mm. That thing of just serving. Yeah. Um. Obviously, I do it outside of church. Mm. Uh, but there's, 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 there's also a, 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 a unique thing about being able to be of service to your brothers and sisters. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Which I I do at times. I get very frustrated at churches that don't have that culture mm. of being able to. If someone has to leave your church, I mean, think about this, right? If someone has to leave your church because they don't have food at home or because they don't have the right clothes, mm. you know, um, I mean, they, believe it or not, but there is such a thing as a middle class church. Mm-hmm. Right. And of which I, I have no problem with that. That's OK. Yeah. That's OK. Uh, because we all live in different um, classes. Right. And, and those who have will then be able to give to those who do have. Exactly. But now if you're in a middle class church and you have someone who lives in an affluent area, but that's literally what they all they can do mm. is just be here. <laughs> I'm just here for the vibes. Yeah, understand what I mean. I'm just here for the vibes. Like <laughs> when in, when we start having to go out for pizza after church service, mm. that's when you start to see who's struggling and who's not. Exactly. And how sincere are you about? Um, you know what? I I I, I spotted that. I don't want any. You don't want to make I'm, it awkward. Thank you. Thank you. But I see. Yes, yes, yes. But I see it. And I don't want it to be spotlight on me. Look who I gave to. Mm. Um, so the point of me getting into all of that is to say this. So firstly, there's the element of relationship. Yes. Where we need to be encouraging one another that you you, you touched on. Mm. And then there's the element of just wanting to serve. Yeah. Right? Just I, I remember like how I got consumed, especially men. Like I know you're probably not going to believe this. But when men decide to serve, men choose a place and decide I'm committed here and ah, I'm going to serve till I die here. It's done. <laughs> done like deal. When, exactly. That, that's why like men have such a great capacity to serve. They die for countries. They die for, mm. for generals. They, they have a sense of loyalty. They will literally stick to the same brand till they die. <laughs> and you'll be like, but this but one this is, is cheaper better. and it's better. And like, that's not my problem. <laughs> and like, the disclaimer here being the fact that I'm generalizing. Yes. So generally, more often than not, you'll find men are very good at serving. Uh, right. Many men are very good at loyalty as long as they've decided that this is where I want to serve and mm-hmm. this is where I want to die. Mm-hmm. Men have died at wars hey. in the millions. Yeah. You understand? Women yeah. are like, uh-uh. I'm not sure about that. <laughs> you for know what who? I mean? Die for. <laughs> okay, but let me let me let me get like a a, a list of things that yeah, I gotta do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> besides die. How, what 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 are other You options? want me to you die? I mean? To die for who? To, for who? <laughs> and what can I meet them? Can yeah, I can I yeah, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and of which I think there is a strength to that. In as yes. much as it may be looked at as oh man will die for a cause and that's awesome. That is awesome that mm. men do that. Um it's one of the reasons that, you know, tyrants have not succeeded in in history. Um but at the same time, 
um, there's a, a strength in women not just wanting to jump into dying exactly. for a cause because they keep you at bay. Like, babe, are you Concerns. sure this is worth yes. dying for? You let's, know, let's weigh out the options. Exactly, exactly. So I, I basically got into that to go to the fact that back when I was uh, serving at a church back home, there was this. I wasn't being paid for the stuff I was doing. Yeah. I enjoyed the ushering. I yes. enjoyed leading people to their church, to their seats. Um, I enjoyed being in the in the choir, in the praise and worship team. Mm. Um, and and although there's another dynamic which we'll discuss another day, that <laughs> it raises a certain concern I have because when you're that committed to something, the it, organizations can take it for granted. Correct. Right. Yeah. But I was I was very I was committed to a point where I remember someone in the church, guys. This is a true story. Someone in the church actually got um um someone left their I think their grandfather left them a pension okay. fund. Yes. And you could see the splurge because they made it very visible. Oh no. You know, like leather jacket, he buying buying a car, show? crashing it. Um, uh, I blew it. I blew it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you you can actually you could actually see it and we were in a church where i mean it was barely done mm. i mean the floor was still like sand you know there was just rocks all over inside mm. um and then there was no ceiling there's just not much done it was just yeah. a hall that we used to to worship yes. basically yes. um and and yeah so i remember sitting down and looking at the floor and i was like if i was had what this guy was given mm. I would have at least tried to contribute. You understand what I mean to something significant yes. here, and then go and enjoy uh, the rest. So I, I believe that my time serving the church and just availing myself mm. and not getting entangled in whatever politics or in in the church, yeah. it opened my heart up to mm. that. That can I call it a spirit of service? Yes. All right. Right. Yeah, it opened my heart up to the spirit of serv of servitude, mm. uh, which I believe is another element that we can only practice yes. when we are amongst In brethren. Community. Exactly. That is so true. Yeah, exactly. That is so <laughs> true. And I think the the, the beautiful thing about um, service it, it is it is a symbiotic relationship. You know, mm -hmm. you serve others, but you're really serving yourself as well. God made it so advantageous for us to be serving you know every time i think about the the concept of service mm. i think of the the levites mm -hmm. and how they were constantly serving in the temple of god however they mm -hmm. were also being um provided for in the sense that god said okay cool after this offering is given you guys can eat of this like it was a symbiotic relationship, relationship they were serving yeah. the people to help them get close to god but at the same time god was providing them um so they didn't have to go and do extra work and plant things you know oh, god actually yes, just took care yes, of them yes. and i think that's a beautiful thing about serving others is that we think we're doing we mm. think we're doing the mm. most for other people but mm. what we're not seeing is how god is pruning us how god is um, making us more wise how he's sharpening sharpening our gifts and mm -hmm. you know making us better people just because we decided to set aside two hours of our time mm, on a Sunday mm, just to, mm. to, to help other people and you see how God helps you in return just because he sees your heart of service mm, and I think that's mm, beautiful mm, mm. I do have a question though yeah um, like Beyond the, the, you know, having this thing of going to church online only, yes. I think the other thing that I've been noticing is that there's just kind of like a lot of rogue Christians. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> in the sense that I think when you are 
quote unquote submitted to an online church. Yeah. I don't think there's that that um accountability as mm. we're used to in like a physical church. And that's yeah. why I'm starting to get a little bit concerned about us not emphasizing how important it is together. And this may not be in a church setting. Even if you're gathering, you know, with Christian friends and you just, you know, um praying or reading the Bible, I think that that is considered gathering in mm. my opinion, okay? Mm. Like mm. if you look at the Acts church, they they weren't just like, you know, they gathered every day. It wasn't just a, mm, a Sunday mm. thing, you know what I mean? They Ish gathered as much. You are convicting us. You are convicting us. Ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. even mean to. It just popped in my head. Ish, 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 <laughs> ish. They gathered often, and that beautiful thing that you were talking about, how we're serving each other. They brought each other. They brought um, of their abundance into the house of God, mm. and they dispersed it um, to those who were in need, so that there was equality. Um, you know, like that Acts church was such a beautiful thing to observe. Mm. And because they were with each other so often, there's this accountability. Mm. And I feel like because we, we, we've kind of just said, ah, no, I can just watch online. It's fine. Yeah. And no one really has the authority. I'm not getting together with believers. I feel like that causes rebellion because mm. no, there's no one who can tell you, hey, Hey, relax. Story. Yeah, that's relax, very true. Chill. That's very true. But then also Oof, online, we're covering so many good points. It's gonna be so like honestly great. speaking. <laughs> I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then at the same time, we have this culture where if you say something online that's um that's wrong, I also don't like the fact that people rebuke people that they don't know because it's so far removed. Mm. Like you're on TikTok when you see Ooh. people commenting on videos Ooh. and they're being yes, rebuked and you're yes, like, whoa, yes, yes. you don't know this person. Exactly. But also at the same time, to the person, where's the person that can rebuke you? you where's the yeah. person who you walk with, who you mm. who is discipling you, mm. who can be like, hey, girl, I actually have checked your TikTok and I think this is inappropriate mm. and this is why. But mm. because there's mm. a relationship, and I think I've mentioned this a couple of times, yeah. when there's a relationship with the person, it's easier to digest. Yeah. I think Peter digested Jesus rebuking him, saying, get behind me, Satan. Well... Because he knew that Jesus loved him. Yes. So he's, he's, you, you filter the rebuke with the lens of love. Mm, Rather mm. than someone on TikTok saying, get behind me, Satan. Satan. You're like, hey, yeah. <laughs> I need to fight now. Who are you? Who are you coming up to me like that? Yes, 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 and yes, yes. I really, what I wrote down is, I think the lack of discipleship is the breeding ground for rebellion. Mm, and this is why it's mm. so important for us to conscious even if you're in a big church make mm. sure that you have a small group of people that can hold you accountable that can um mentor you that can discipline you yeah um yeah people that you can follow people that they can actually check on you because i think that's also the problem with big churches is the main pastors he does he can't check on ish, all of you guys ish. he can't yeah and there's an expectation yes yeah we we might not say it but there's an expectation that you should be checking in on me. You should be shaking my hand when before before I leave every Sunday. Exactly. Yeah. But yeah, even when yeah. we see Jesus in the scriptures, you know, there was the multitudes and then there were his disciples. Mm, and there mm. was a different dynamic 
on how he spoke to the multitudes versus how he spoke to the disciples. Exactly. And then even exactly. within the disciples, there were those three that, you know, they were the faves. Yes. <laughs> no, no, no. That's true. That's so true. I think it's important for us to to know where we stand in our mm. churches. Like, mm. okay, if we are in a big church, where is the person that can disciple me? And they must know my number. Yeah. They must be able to check on my social media. Mm. They must know what I'm going through in 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 my uh, my life. They must know what's happening in my family. Yeah. And that way, there's accountability, and there's this um, it it circumvents the the possibility for just outright rebellion. Mm, you know what mm, I mean? Mm, I understand what you mean. You know, I'm busy. I'm bu- like you said, so so much good stuff. <laughs> Honestly speaking, because the the one thing I have realized about accountability is the fact that you do need to surrender yourself to accountability. Yeah. Um. So if 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 you are, I mean, it's one thing that I've said to myself that I don't want to be surrounded by friends who cannot rebuke me. Um. People who cannot look at something I'm doing and call me out on some given... So dangerous. Even even if you're afraid to be direct, yeah. find a way to be like, Hi, friend Mara, maybe don't, don't you do think that, you shouldn't post that, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know, that's wise. You know what I mean, yeah. Um, obviously, we, we will relate on a friendship level, exactly. uh, but you definitely should have some kind of liberty yes. uh, to be able to call me out. And I need to allow that. Mm. Uh, because I understand that I'm not infallible and I understand that I'm not, you know, I'm I'm not God. Like, yes. exactly, exactly. Um, and another thing I was actually thinking of uh, in the scripture I'm really trying so hard to find. Um, it's a scripture where Paul says um, he rebukes the church for, I can't remember which church was it. I thought it was Corinthians, where he says... Um, for you come together where they basically were coming together to eat and not waiting for each other. Mm. So he rebuked them and told them that rather instead of doing it the way that you're doing it now, rather eat at home so that mm. when you actually get to the to the communion and in meeting with, with each other to eat, mm. you don't eat with before others come. You mm. wait for each other, mm. you sit down and then you eat together. Yes. You understand? Because Paul was making bringing attention to the fact that some are coming from places where they haven't eaten Mm. and you you've already drunk wine in fact he specifically refers to the fact that when they when others get there they find you already drunk of wine sure you understand what i mean so you don't understand why what the communion is for it is Mm. it what is it what is it there for you must be considerate of one another Mm. Basically, so I think it really comes back to the fact that when you're gathering with with the saints, what kind of heart you should have. Yes. Like it's really not about, guys, I need to be at a meeting. Yes. You understand what I'm saying? It really isn't about that. It is about making sure that everyone comes to the table. Everyone yes. rejoices in the Lord. You find out how, how, how a brethren is doing and mm. genuinely have the time to listen to them, um, eat with them so that no one looks like they're superior to anyone or out of place exactly um yeah no that ish i feel like i'm just preaching to myself right now that is so good though (laughs) yeah that is so good yeah and i think that's also the problem with the online community we we become you see the the problem with the online situation yeah is that it lacks empathy and we had kind of this conversation when we talked about celebrating savagery yes 
of how it's easy for me to you know be callous online because ugh, you're a person oh, i don't know you like yeah. you're just a face on a screen exactly except it would be a lot more difficult and would take a lot more liver for you to do it <laughs> live when the person's that standing in front of you absolutely true and i think that when we are in 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 communities you know it is a lot harder mm -hmm. for us to to not empathize, empathize, empath yo. <laughs> <laughs> Let's try this again. Empathize. <laughs> empathize yeah. with other believers, you know? Mm. I think even just the fact that sometimes, you know, we do a lot of our charity online. We just give online. Yes. Or we it removes yes. that person, um, that moving moment mm. that actually makes it, it leaves an imprint yes. in your heart, you know? When you're giving to someone who is in need, in person you're like wow it really touches you but that imprint gives you the impact um it it, it gives you the mm -hmm. the it it leaves an imprint in your mind yeah so that you do it more often more often you know what i mean yeah and i think that is the the thing about being in the christian community right mm -hmm. when we are in community we understand the importance of service because we see it. Yes. We see the fruit. Yes. We understand the importance of, of giving because we see the fruit. Mm. We understand the importance of, um, you know, just just being like godlike, man, mm. because mm. we see mm. the fruit. Mm. And um, I think that's one thing that I just want everyone to to remember is don't get desensitized by just allowing everything that you're learning about God to be on your screen. Oof. It's so important for us to to feel, to to sense. To be to, inconvenienced. To, to, to be inconvenienced. <laughs> yes. And yes. Um, wake up on that Sunday morning. It creates a, a sense of, of discipline. Yeah. yeah. Um, of, of, of uh, what's that thing? Commitment. Yes. Um to go to church on a Sunday, to gather, and you will see the benefits in your life. You mm, will see it when mm, someone mm. comes and says, Sister, I've been watching you for the past month and I don't think you're okay. Can I pray with you? Mm, mm. And you just get so encouraged that someone sees me. Yeah. But not just someone. God sees me through this person. I'm not just struggling by myself. Oof. And we can be that on the other side. We yes. can be God's eyes seeing people for what their their needs are and what they what they are really trusting God for because we are present with other believers. Exactly. Oh my goodness, this is so good. <laughs> like this is so good. I, I, I especially love the fact that we touched on very different reasons mm. that are very essential to gathering as saints. Yeah. Right? Because there's a the the part of just um encouraging one another. Yes. Us being social creatures. Also I, I I know this is not something that you should intentionally use church for, mm. but there is that network element, right? Yes. It shouldn't be the re definitely shouldn't be the reason you go to church to network. Come on. <laughs> right? But it it should be something that comes as an added benefit. Yes. You understand what I mean? Yeah. Yes. So it definitely should be a the, the byproduct of you going to serve someone, mm. of you going to be encouraged, um, of you going to to have people that are accountable that keep you accountable yes. and that you have people that you keep accountable. I'll be honest in saying I'm not very good. When, when people start saying, oh, given, I think we should start a group to keep each other accountable. Nah, fam. 
it's just me. It's just me. <laughs> like me against the world. Like count me out. I'll be like. <laughs> I'll be over there and I'm really not trying to say that's a good or bad thing. Um the thing is I I tend to prefer accountability to be more organic. Yeah. And I am very intentional about putting myself in people's lives who could keep me accountable. Yes. Um even if the, I I literally legit I have friends who've who barely or have never visited me. I literally go and visit them because, because there's that value uh, that I get from the relationship and we'll sit down and we'll talk about so what are you busy with in your life mm. what are you plan what is your n- plan for the next move sure, um you know who are you hanging out with they'll ask me questions like that like I'll even tell them things that I did and I'll be like look I know I shouldn't have done this but I did this <laughs> so now we're here. giving them the opportunity to call me out yes. you understand what I mean so I am I am quite intentional about that mm. um uh, and I'm not going to say that I'm perfect at it or I do it with the utmost transparency um I just find um accountability groups to be a bit claustrophobic <laughs> And I know, I know, look, I am, I am admitting the fact that there is a place for them. Mm-hmm. I know there's a place for them. Um, um, and, and, and especially if they're done right, mm. especially if they're done right, there is a place for them. How do you feel about them? I, uh, man, like I also, I, 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 I like the organic kind of thing, you know, mm. um, it's, it's more, it makes more sense. Yeah. Me, you know, yeah. it just, I think that's how God meant it to be, mm. you know, just be accountable to your brothers and sisters. You know, that's why I keep saying brothers and sisters. Like, yes. we're family. Yes. Um, but this was a very fruitful conversation. Yeah. I am so glad that we went into all of these things. And, you know, I'm not trying to say that if you're in a situation where you cannot go to a physical church, that I'm condemning you, okay? But I am saying that it is important for those of us who can, go. Go to church. Just go to church. Go to church. All right. Go to church. And um, with that being said, um, I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Go to church and share this with someone who needs to go to church.